Green Talk with Dan Clark on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome to Screen Talk, uh, show number 20, I believe. Uh, uh, I can't believe how fast these are going by. Um, Today we have a brilliant guest, uh, Mr. Robert Popper, who, uh, when I read out his list of credentials uh, in a few minutes, you will have... uh, There's absolutely no doubt you would have seen uh, a lot of his work. Uh, He's a brilliant uh, writer. Um, We'll be talking to him shortly. Uh, uh, I just want to say, actually, because uh, I've never done this on the show, if you listen to the show as a podcast, as a download podcast, rate the show, because uh, I would love some ratings. I'd love people to uh, express how they feel about it. We get a lot of lovely feedback, but no one's rated it yet. We live in a world where everything is rated using stars. Um, I only found out recently that um, as a customer of Uber, you are also rated. I just thought you rate the driver, but they rate you as well. So that means now I I, want to be the best customer, the best passenger in the world. It gets a bit embarrassing because I get in the car and I'm like, hey, um, hey, why don't you sit in the back and I'll drive? Do you want to come back? I'll, I'll cook you dinner give you a blowy uh, you know because i really want those five stars the, the idea that i've got three stars anywhere is or, or less god i wonder if anyone's been given one star on uber um probably someone that threw up in the back anyway so uh please rate the uh the show um spread the love tell people um or tune in on fridays on Fubar radio where it goes out live um I'm going to start the show. This is a song by Buddy Holly, who I think is an underrated, brilliant singer from the soundtrack Juno. This is Dearest. Screen Talk with Dan Clark on Fubar Radio. So, uh, my first guest today is an extremely talented writer, producer, and part-time performer, which um, I want to get to the bottom of uh, when we start talking. Uh, You'll know him as the creator of Channel 4's Friday Night Dinner, one half of the team behind the cult hit Look Around You, producer of Peep Show and the man behind Robin Cooper's Time Waster Letters. Uh, He's also written and script edited on shows like Inbetweeners, The IT Crowd and South Park. He is, of course, Mr. Roberto Popper. Robert Roberto. Popper. Roberto. Uh, Popper. Popper's a brilliant name, by the way. I haven't, re- yeah. I haven't re- prepared this, but it, uh, you know, I can't say Popper and then not ask you where where that comes from. Well, I can tell you, it is an odd name. Yeah. I think it is probably German. Really? Mm, or something? Yeah, I think it's German. Or around there, sort of. Pop. Popper. Yeah, Popper. Mm, huh. Popper. Robert Popper. Robert Popper. Yeah. Yeah. That's more. But we were like the good Sweden. Germans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, oh, oh. the persecuted Germans. <laughs> There's no sort of on the fence with the no, whole German really. thing, is there? No. You're either good or bad. Um, so uh, first of all, right, the South Park. That was the last credit I mentioned of yours. I'm going to start there. I know that's sort of in the middle of your career so far, rather than beginning or end or most recent. The end. The end. <laughs> yeah. It's finished. By the way, uh, we it, are going to tell you about the end. On <laughs> Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of my career. Um, how did that come about? How did you end up writing on uh, South Park? Well, I, I got to know Matt Stone from, who's one of the guys, mm. who's, you know, so there's Matt Stone and Trey Parker. And I got to know him through Peter Serafinowicz because he'd done, he'd done a voice on... <laughs> he did, a <laughs> he, done, he went and done a voice on South Park. And, uh, ah. and then I got to, when I went to LA, Los Angeles, I met... Uh, Matt Stone. Was yeah. it like you gotta? Uh, I'm gonna reach out to Matt and Trey. Was it that sort of thing? I know. Yeah. Kinda. It's funny. I didn't really recognise Trey at the time when he was in the room. I thought he was just a man that was sort of in the room. <laughs> yeah. And then I realised it was him about 20 minutes later. That was oh, quite sure. embarrassing. But Matt was. Um, like did you really, have to backtrack? Had you said anything? I that did. You needed? I had to sort of text Matt. By the way, was I awkward in the room? He said, <laughs> no, I didn't notice. Um, so uh, I got to know Matt. He was just like really easy person to get on with. He was mm-hmm. cool, and um, he used to he used to say that like every year they would go away, him, Trey, and a few writers, and a buddy to somewhere really nice like uh, Carlisle. <laughs> like um, I don't know, like Maybe, Florida or I yeah. don't know, somewhere hot in America, mm-hmm. and um, and I used to think, please ask me, but I didn't say it. But I think it hard. as the buddy or a group of uh, just as, as like yeah. someone else they yeah, asked. Yeah. And then one day uh, a few years ago, I got uh, an email. Hey man, 
Do you remember me saying that sometimes we go on these amazing retreats for five days and before he'd finished, I just got just get to the end and I sort of saw my name in it and I just went, yes, please. And so I went off for like a weekend or like five days to somewhere in California that was amazing. Would have been uh, horrible if he said, do you remember I told you about these amazing, just letting you know we're going on one. Thanks. Yeah, we can have, we'll, we'll, we'll put some pictures up on Facebook. You can have well, a look at any time. Yeah, that could have gone anywhere. Um, so we went there and I like sort of, I said, what work do I need to do? He said, nothing, just hang out. And it was just hanging out. And we were just wow. sort of in the morning, just sort of, I think what it is, because you know South Park, they make it in six days. I don't know if you know this. It's yeah. Six days. So they're terrified the whole time that they won't have a show. And it's like extra ideas that they might have if there's an emergency and their brilliant brains can't think of things. Um, but it was mainly just sitting around just talking crap for like two hours a day then swimming and having lunch and then having quite a nice dinner and then at the end they said would you like to come and join the writing team for a bit and I said yes and then I ended up uh, I said yes and I wrote down yes and then, by the way that, that, what you've just ex- described it's like there, a child talking isn't it? but what you've just described of the days the when you went career. away it was like <clears throat> one of my questions was going to be how do you what would you say is the difference between writing on an American show and a British show and I think you've just described definitely one of them you know we wake up we talk shit we go for a swim have a nice dinner no, but the actual, and you're in some where, where did you go by the way it was the uh, it was the Montage Hotel I think it was in oh, I'm going to remember in a minute I can't, in California it was like the nicest hotel I've ever been I've forgotten the name and of we've that. stayed in some I mean not together me, okay, but I bumped into you in a very, nice, very hotel. nice hotel yeah, that was fun. yeah. in um, what was that in Trent in, <laughs> yeah is that place? the n- northeast uh, northeast um, anyway yeah so then I, I, I joined for like four shows and writing on the show basically you don't it's really weird there's there's no like writing it's really odd like when i went in the writer said this is the weirdest writing room in like the world probably you come in at 10 and then trey comes in and he sort of walks around the table and there's like four of you there five of you i think and then all which he already wants, is like less than most shows isn't it there's no, normally there's, there's like, no like laptops there's no pens what? no one writes anything i promise what you. if you have an amazing idea so and you forget people it people say things to him like ideas and he doesn't write any joke down, nothing. <laughs> and then he goes, he might write up on the thing like three scene ideas, like Cartman needs to go to the dentist, Cartman doesn't go to the dentist, the dentist runs off to Cartman, this is the whatever. Dentist the dentist episode. 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 Yeah. Do you remember the dentist episode? Yeah, it's, it's They're running and Cartman. <laughs> then he doesn't go. Like, yeah, and then, and then in the end, yeah. he goes, but the guy gives him like. <laughs> teeth uh, face backwards yeah yeah uh, the it. one that won By the, the Emmy. Way, uh, anyway. we should send this to Trey in case yeah, they, yeah. Um, anyway and uh so then he goes great i've got three scene ideas you can go now and it's like about a quarter to one in the afternoon and you go okay and you have lunch there and then you go home and you come in the next day and then matt and trey have been working like beyond us and then the writers say to me, now, watch what's going to happen. He go, and Trey would come in, hey, do you want to see what we did after you left? Sure. And then they lead you into the edit suite, and he's written the three... You've seen, like, they've made the three scenes, which are nothing like what were discussed. Finished, voiced, animated, and music, done, just finished. And all the writers said that they've never, ever seen a script, and they still don't know how it's all done so quickly. It was mad. That- I c- I'm, I'm genuinely One day we sat jaw- in that room until three in the afternoon. Three. And we were like, bloody, this is this late. Is what the hell is going on? I'm going to call the WGA. Exactly. <laughs> my, my jaw is literally on the floor with it that. Is, How? Your jaw is somehow. Well, but you for, are quite near the floor. Uh, well, I'm lying down with, <laughs> you know, like when I was watching a film uh, at home in the 80s, you know, on your belly. Exactly. That's why it was only an inch to the floor. <laughs> But I, uh, I, if anyone knows anything about animation and how difficult that is, forgetting live action, you know, sitcoms or whatever, that is, I mean, it's remarkable that they do that. I mean, yeah, I there's some dark art going on. Well, he's like a super genius, like Trey Parker, who was, is, his brain is on a different level. Yeah, ridiculous. I've seen that... Um, uh, that interview uh, where they talk about having gone to is it the Oscars or the Glo- Golden Globes More on LSD? I said, yeah. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah, that is wasn't, phenomenal. Wasn't which one? One of them was dressed as a lady. They were both, I think, both dressed, dressed as, as a lady. Yeah. yeah. And then when they got there, they realised this is a terrible idea because actually <laughs> it's just boring awards. Yeah. yeah, and you for like best use of whatever an animatronic arm yeah. goes to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the uh, 
I imagine that trying to keep still for four hours on LSD is also quite a difficult task. Well, you in a would dress. know. Yeah, I would. That's both on and off LSD. <laughs> exactly. um, but not in a dress. Uh, I've only no. had to do that for 10 minutes or so. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, look, your first song of... We, we always get our guests to pick a couple of songs or uh, pieces of score from films and TV. And appropriately... It's Imagine by John Lennon. This is from the film Imagine <laughs> by, John uh, by John Lennon. Um, this is, uh, of course, from South Park, uh, the beautiful little ditty, mm. Uncle Fucker. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker! Um, so, can I ask you a question? This is like trying to be serious mm. about the art form of comedy. Yeah. Why are farts so funny and yet so frowned upon? I don't find them funny. Don't you? No. I'm sorry, but when I watched this this morning, just to remind oh, myself of this. Oh, I found it in South Park, yeah. the farting. That is funny, but, <laughs> like but it's a, more because I like the characters. They make me laugh. And the kind of patheticness of it makes me laugh. But like when people fart in front of me. Oh, no, no. I think I'm, that's not, not funny. No, that's kind I'm, of like... Absolutely. That's just, like, like, that's just disgusting. That's sort of gas. Yeah. That's like not, not an unpleasant gas. I definitely wasn't talking no. about in person you mean, right. on, t- on you television. You mean like in like Benny Hill when he farts? Well, maybe or, it is a con- context thing because like in this or in Because I know say a lot of your stand-up was, was just mean, farting. 60% was <laughs> fart-based material and the remaining 40 was just you farting. <laughs> yeah. Well, and actually, it was, was the other way around. That was a pretty good show, that one. It was, yeah. That was the other way around. The, yeah. Well, you... I think you started that way, and yeah. as you progress, you realise. I have more to say about yeah. it. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about like the, that song to do an entire sort of middle eight melody on farts, and or in a like Ferrelli Brothers movie or something. Farting can the be Ellie hilarious. Brothers. The Ellie Brothers. For the Ellie for Brothers. Ellie they brothers. made it for the Ellie Brothers. <laughs> you know that in South Park they make all their stuff for the Ellie Brothers. Oh, of course. I don't, yeah. Who are these Ellie mysterious uh, Ellie Brothers? Nobody knows, yeah. but it's all done in their honour for the Ellie Brothers. Oh, I love that. Good old Ellie Brothers. Ellie Brothers. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I was going to ask Smelly you. Smelly Ellie. I was going to ask you. You're, you're running with the Ellie thing. I'll you? stop that now. Um, let's go back to the start, Robert Popper. I know you pretty well, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've never cried together. But we haven't cried together. I think beyond that, we're... We've drunk together. We've drunk together. and Not for a long time. No. Not for a long time. Well, we're both in our forties now. Yeah, yeah. Can't I just, do that I just, anymore. No, uh, you're with child. I am. Yeah. Not at the moment no. here. No, no, no. You'd have the most obedient child if I you did. Sit still <laughs> and stop breathing. Um, but you, I, I thought I'd do a little bit of research on mm. you. And by that, I mean I went on Wikipedia for yeah, two fine. minutes. Yeah, 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 sure. And what I didn't know is, and I, I found this quite interesting, uh, you, it says that you started your career working for Peter Richardson. Mm. Is that true? Yes. Has Wikipedia got it right? Yes. Wow. So how old were you then and how did you get that? And how did you get or the job? 26. <laughs> I can't remember which one. You I wrote it, letters. This, this, it, you don't have to be absolutely one bang of those, on accurate. I, I started late in comedy. I Well, not that late. I wrote uh, mad letters. I, I didn't know anyone in TV, mm-hmm. although I did get something like my parents' friend's friend's son worked with Esther Ranson. Mm-hmm. And he did take comedian. me to watch the news being filmed. That was my introduction to TV. Okay. Did she... Oh, what, she and just knew someone who knew someone. Yeah. She didn't do news, did she? She was no. He, he. My only way into TV was my parents' friends' 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 son worked yeah. with Esther Ranson, and he couldn't help because he didn't know anything about comedy. But he could get me to sit in and watch the news being filmed for half an hour. That was the, that's what I did, and then that didn't help. So I they write. So that I don't have an in. I'm going to have to write to people, and. I guess everyone wanted to work in TV then. Now it's yeah. the bloody internet. <laughs> and uh, you just send the internet an email. And so I... Uh, internet at gmail.com. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> webhouse.org. That's a charity. That's yeah. Uh, um, I'm saying now. You've you, ruined you, it all. No, South Park. Oh, no. No, no, we're no, talking, no. no, we're talking. Peter Richardson. Oh, my God. The Ellie Brothers. Got got, really, you've got a good point there. I wrote where, letters. I wrote yeah. letters. And I thought, well, how are people going to remember me? And so I invented a CV. And I did a sort of quite a boring uh, letter saying, I'd love to work with you. And my CV looked completely normal. But it was a fake CV that it said that I was a sole survivor of an air crash in, <laughs> in Canada when I was three. And I was rescued by wolves. And I spent like 10 years reared by wolves until I was rescued by missionaries and, and so 
you had to kind of read on it looks normal yeah and i think i worked at a pencil factory because i had an affinity for wood having been in forest <laughs> and i worked in the sharpening and then i moved to the blunting department anyway it's all this nonsense i worked in a syrup factory and then i had how long was this it was quite the long bio was a, on this was like references from the employers <laughs> right and uh that got me noticed i'm not su- fucking surprised Sectioned. yeah that's that's quite a bold move because that could have gone one of two ways couldn't it yeah yeah and was it peter himself who got well, in touch? I, I turned up at his place and nervous and when i arrived i heard him go bring me the wolf man which was quite cool oh that's good yeah and um i worked there it was he's he's brilliant he's also quite very he's very vague mm. so i met him and he was with a pe- bunch of people and i said i love to work here and he goes yeah we'll just come along tomorrow <laughs> I did, and then the Can rest I have of that room like, writing. Yes, what, <laughs> is what that are you doing here? Peter said I could come tomorrow. Did he? I sort of oh, bullied not my again, way Peter. In. Yeah, I sort of bullied my way in. That's amazing. Yeah, and you had lit- other than your very very tenuous link with Esther Anson, mm. you had no other because I uh, what I was going to say is that when I was younger and I wanted to be an actor, mm. I had zero connections. You didn't even know Esther Ranson. I, d- I didn't. Seven, you, <laughs> yeah, no, you, I had, you you were pretty much. Oh, uh, I was you know, in. You were in by my standards, but the compare like you made a joke about emailing the internet. Like then it was like, well, how do you even know who to write to? Oh, or, I went to Hendon Library and. Yeah. Out the old copies of the Radio Times and copied the name down of the producers of the. Sh- I didn't even know what a producer was of the shows that I liked. Mm. Sad. Well, I think I did something similar, or you just and you have to. Well, write. Did you used to get the stage then? You must have been an actor, or did you? No, you must th- have bought it once in your life. I think someone told me that there's this thing called Spotlight or Contacts or something. So I had to go to the library, oh, right, you know, yeah. hire it out and <laughs> write down all these. And all, I did the stupid thing of going, "Oh, well, look, uh, Harrison Ford's uh, represented by you know, or Michael Caine." And then you just write to the biggest agents. You're like, I was like an 18 year old, yeah, complete off, unknown, like, not even legends. trained. Oh. And I'm going to like, hi. I see you represent Michael Caine. I'm looking for a new agent. Um, did you yeah. get? Did people write back to you? Yeah, you get. Yeah. You get. Um, I also wrote to Rick Mail. There's a P- Peter Richardson. Uh, and did connection. he write back? Uh, his agent wrote back, and I just wrote to him saying that he's my hero, yeah. and uh, I'd like to write something for him. <laughs> and they just and went. You, and oh, then unfortunately, you went, Rick's and that, very busy at the moment. But I didn't get end, one of the classic uh, responses that he sent to some fans, like you know, fuck off or. Yeah, you no, used to write. In the end, it's weird because you end up you ended up writing the young ones on your yeah, own, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I did. Amazing. Yeah. Just me, uh, just Ben you? Elton, well, and well, I gave him a credit. He just, uh, yeah, just sat around. snowballed, snowballed. He, <laughs> just snowballed. he made snowballs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you do just have to like completely take a pot shot back then. But now it's like you can find out where people live. I know. And you know what right, they're having so, yeah. for lunch because you can if you can break into Deliveroo you can find out what they've ordered you can hack it hack you know jump on the back of the Deliveroo delivery man and then you arrive and you're in and you're in you're, in. you're basically in, hiding the pizza box with and then the script <laughs> with the script and you're in I mean it's it, I feel like saying to people but then I sound old so wait how did you get so how did you get into acting I'm oh well this isn't now. about me but, oh, but Edinburgh what oh, okay. but Edinburgh it's a simple thing oh. heard, heard about Edinburgh wrote a play with my friend took it up and then play oh it was called the hitman and him it was a two-hander it was a play on the word hitman and her which was a tv program yeah do you remember it and we got audiences because they genuinely sort of went oh i think so that was like the show where um it was pete waterman Waterman and uh thingy who's now on michaela strachan Strachan on spring watch yeah uh, and they're just in a club. In a club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For like 1989, 93. Yeah. So that's all yeah, yeah, yeah. music. Late at night. Yeah, it was weird. It's great. Hit do you man. remember late night TV, right? We're going mm. way off subject here. Mm. But do you remember late night TV from like midnight or one o'clock through to about 5 a.m. was brilliant. Like you could actually watch. There the were best like- thing I saw on late night TV, because I was talking to my mate about it, was it was like a bit of like video art thing. Mm-hmm. And it was in black and white. And I, th- I found it recently online. It's quite hard to find. And it was just. A man, like a close-up camera on a man's face, and the man coughed, like, <clears throat> and then you heard a voice off go, again? <laughs> <clears throat> again? And it went on for, like, nine minutes of that, the man again, and then he coughed, 
again that was just fantastic that is amazing mm. was that what channel was that that sounds like it a channel, four. channel 4 yeah, yeah. of course of, it was channel but they used to show like short films and things mm. like and i didn't they mm. but then itv had obviously prisoner cell block h it had the little I picture didn't show that, though. did you watch prisoner cell i, I did never for a while that, yeah. Right, yeah in my sort that's of just yeah maybe i did watch a bit of it teenage yeah. years what yes i smoked oh some God. i smoked some wacky wacky back in the day oh my God. <laughs> i don't condone it before. i don't condone it everyone that's listening um but i do encourage it <laughs> uh so uh how how did you how did you actually do you're becoming the worst interviewee Sorry. i've actually ever had uh you just don't want to answer questions I do. i'm you? going i'm going um, to you know, i'm going, <laughs> I'm going. Uh, how did you actually start writing stuff then um, I mean, it actually yeah. sounds like you did the minute you wrote a CV. By Weirdly, that's, I still think that's like the funniest thing I've ever written. I sometimes <laughs> find it, and I do sort of read and go, that was the funniest thing you've ever so done. So after 15 years of success, you're going, this will never top that CV. It will never top it. Series four it, it of really, Friday Night Dinner, it no, won't it's top. it's not as funny. It, <laughs> it wasn't as funny. Um, I don't know. I think I just always sort of wrote bits and bobs. And then the first thing I wrote was a thing in like 98 with uh, Mark Freeland who used to run yeah, BBC yeah. Comedy and Matt Lucas and David Williams for Channel 4 wow. and it was a one-off like 45-minute programme which was terrible called <laughs> <laughs> it was called You Are Here and it was kind of like set in a village and it was around the time when the League of Gentlemen made the League of Gentlemen which is obviously one of the brilliant, yeah. most brilliant shows and mm. we did we were doing I guess it was like vaguely similar at the time but sort of maybe a bit weirder and not as good and uh, it was yeah, we did that, and that was for Channel 4. <laughs> it was quite bad. And Just about, like, a weird village. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite... But it had ridiculously good people in it, like Paul Kay, you know, from Dennis yeah. Pennis at those times, John Thompson had Matt and David, Keith Allen in it when he was drinking, <laughs> and <laughs> it had, like, uh, Eddie Marzan in yeah. it, uh, Eddie Marzipan in it, and uh, Sally Phillips. had like, lots of good people. Yeah, but it amazing. was terrible. Right, well, it, it can happen. It can happen. It's the weird thing. Look about, at 40 uh, Towers. <laughs> good people, bad show. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I remember you, I think I first met you when you were a commissioning editor, which now to me seems like weird that you would be, a, that you'd work yes. on the other side. Yes, I was. You know. Uh, what Wait, was so where, yeah, were we meet in Edinburgh or was it you'd come in and pitch I to think me? We, no, I don't, uh, we didn't ever actually, no, I dealt with Cheryl and Ian, but I remember meeting you at the Channel 4 building. Yes. Um, yeah, I was there for three years. Yeah. It was fun though. It was, Did you enjoy it? I didn't ever think I wanted to do it and I got asked in and by the guy Kevin Ligo who used to run the department yeah. he was brilliant yeah, he was yeah. a really brilliant guy and uh, at the end of the interview I said why Why?" he didn't tell me he just sort of wanted to chat he said oh he said oh there's a job going for a commissioning editor because Channel 4 I always liked I liked the yeah. comedy there and it seemed like a good place they were making good stuff and he was saying you know how we like to do things that are different and you know odd if, mm-hmm. if you can do odd things and just sounded like it felt like a good place to go into like as opposed to when I used to go into the BBC that sort of felt like I was going into a hospital or something <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. so depressing but um, and I said oh right oh it's a job and he said yeah I've been meeting loads of people who have you been meeting I said and he took out a list from the bin of all the names he'd been meeting wow. and he showed me and I said what do you think of these people and I just went no no because I realised I wanted the job <laughs> I wouldn't know no. and then I got funnily the enough funnily none enough, of these people I don't think any of them yeah wow yeah. and did you not Did you, wasn't there loads of paperwork and bureaucracy you had to not deal with not much really no it was pretty good like yeah, it was quite creative, you know. It yeah, was yeah. creative. Do you really? think it's changed? Because I can't imagine, like, the show you just uh, mentioned that you first wrote on. Yeah. And your show, Look Around You, which I we'll know, get how to in a minute. Could those stuff get made now? I don't know. And weirdly, they let me leave Channel 4 for a bit to make Look Around yeah. You for the BBC. That was really weird while I was a commissioner of Channel I mean, 4. It and was come good back. times, good wasn't times, it? Good times, man. Um, wow. I know. Yeah. We would make some weird things then. Yeah. It's really hard now to make weird stuff on, like, on the the thing would be Channel 4 and BBC 2, and you you can't really do it, like weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, I suppose the weirdest thing they have, I guess, would be uh, Toast of London. That would be yeah. the weirdest thing. But I like even weirder stuff you, you, we would make then, you can't get. I think that now they just say put it on the internet, or there are so many other, you know, like Sky Arts might yeah. do that, I suppose. 
I mean, it's what, do you think it will ever, because of the that darn internet, do you think we sound <laughs> all right? It's a passing Ooh, the fad. bloody internet! It's, it's a rude. phase. Uh, it is. It will die out soon. Um, do you think that because of it, it will, will never go back to a broadcasting... Uh, you know, like where shows like look I don't, around. I, don't, I think it'd be really. Who knows? You know, you never know what people might yeah. really demand stuff like that. I don't know, but I don't think they'll probably be making stuff. It's getting we less didn't weird. Know, we didn't know at the time how good we had it. That's yeah. the weird thing. Because well, I just times were good then. Well, you know, yeah, I do. St- I always sound a bit like that when I talk about this. But uh, I think there's good stuff out there. But it's yeah. just I mean, it's slim pickings. Of, there's loads of good stuff. No, I, th- I feel like it's not as it's not like. Um, it's not loads, you know. You, I'm not. When people say what comedies are you watching, I don't immediately go right. I'm doing this, this, oh, this. Right. I'm sort I of think like there's some good yeah. stuff. I think yeah. What good, do you What do you like at the moment? I Can't remember any comedies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like some good American stuff. Yeah, can't well, remember we any always, American. But that's what well, we always end no, up saying. I don't normally watch a lot of. The, well, what's been good on? I really like the Windsors, and that's not something something I normally would watch. I thought yeah. it was really funny. Oh, cool. Uh, well, um, what have they got? They got catastrophes. Great show. Yeah, Channel Four. Got, you, yeah, Channel Four. Channel Four Channel is good. Doing yeah, yeah. Like they're the bringing stuff. back some. Toast is great. But it's still not like in the days where there were four shows back to back on a Friday night. No, at, they don't know, have that, that anymore. Well, they have Friday night dinner on, which I like. Well, there you apparently. go. Um, well, there's a segue for you. Friday night dinner, brilliant show, very funny, very well written. I'm going to say something that. I've been well, trying. I don't to, like Jewish. People. I don't like Jewish people, <laughs> and I hate dinner. Mm. So I really struggle to connect mm. with this show. Uh, I um, I was surprised when I watched the first ever episode that this was a show that came from you because it's not weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually it's think actually quite not mainstream, but accessible, accessible. or relatable. Well. I'd always wanted to do a... I'm glad you responded well to that, because I was thinking, how do I say this with that? To some writers, if you go, it's more accessible or broad or whatever, people go, you know, they think that's an insult. Not at all. Well, I wanted to do a sitcom. Mm. And, well, actually, I'd always wanted to do something about... I couldn't... It was something to do with the way me and my friends spoke growing up. Mm -hmm. My dad was particularly funny he's lovely and a bit odd because he wouldn't wear a top in the house yeah one of my favorite um characteristics yeah and just would say odd kind of really odd things my grandma i could do a whole show about my grandma because she's like the craziest she was like the funniest old woman do you like onions she once (laughs) said to me yes she held an onion in her hand peeled onion to me it is like a juicy apple (laughs) look and then she ate an entire onion raw in front of my face. No that was way. my grandma. So I, that isn't I used what to tell ended stories. Her, was it? It wasn't the no, onion. Okay. It wasn't the onion. Good, good. Um, so I used to kind of tell my, you know, talk about this a lot to people. Yeah. And people just say, oh, your family, that's quite funny. And I knew there was something, there was something in there. I don't know. It was like I would used to go home like Friday nights and have dinner at my mm-hmm. family and my brother. And my Which brother is and a I, Jewish ritual. Yeah. Right? And we're not yeah. religious at all. But mm-hmm. that's what we did. It's yeah. like Sunday lunch. And my brother and I, to this day, have always, like, we still fight and play fight like children. And we always ruin each other's food and drink. So it's constantly sorting, of, you know, if you have a haircut, hair goes in the food. Mm-hmm. It's constant. And I just find that really You're fun. how old? 29. <laughs> and, uh, and I wanted to do something that captured that. And then when I thought suddenly Friday night dinner, I thought, that's a good name. Yeah. And they arrive and they leave. That's a show. And I thought, well, it's a sitcom and it's kind of set in the house. And I thought, yeah, there's something in that. That must have been a eureka moment because every was writer, it was in the bath. When you think of like a neat one-liner, you're like, yes. I, I was in the bath. I promise you, Caroline Leddy, who runs Channel Four Comedy, was left with now. you. She was <laughs> in the bath. Pass me the towel. Uh, she's like, she's now the exec producer on the show, mm-hmm. and she's brilliant. And she said to me, like, I love your stories about your family. If you ever come up with an idea that's good, I'll commission a script. And I was in the bath, and I suddenly thought Friday night dinner. And I got out of the bath. I put my towel on and my other towel, my three towel, <laughs> towel on. And I phoned her and I said, towel one, <laughs> towel two, I said, towel three, <laughs> channel four. I phoned her and I said, uh, remember you said that if I've, I've got the idea, and yeah. I'm going to say the idea. It's three words, and I reckon you'll say your commission script. She said, okay, and I went Friday night Cocky. dinner, and she went commissioned. Amazing. Yeah, and then it took bloody years before it was on TV. Yeah, yeah. But so, I know, yeah, because I obviously normally make really weird stuff. Um, To me, though, there is like... Not really weird, but just a little bit more more left field. Yeah. It's kind of... 
I wanted to do a show that felt I don't really I wanted to do a show that I just thought would could be laugh out loud funny but would I like the idea when you turn it on it looks kind of normal and then there's a man that doesn't wear a top I yeah. think you go Whoa, what's yeah, this yeah, yeah. and there's the oddness I guess from the way they talk and the situations and the, the neighbour uh, Mark Heap but yeah I've, it was quite nice to do something actually oh people are watching this and you can watch it with your kids although it's quite rude yeah. and also real rather, rather real, than like yeah. a bit more about because you know obviously one of the things I've always loved about your comedy I think is that sort of comedy that other comics love as well and it's very much about the joke or the concepts exactly. or the yeah. or know. there's like it, it's, it's funny because when you do you realise that when you make a lot of stuff like say look around it is a parody the minute there's like a parody or like it's filmed in a style which mm. is great I mean nothing wrong with that yeah. you sort of there's you're sort of putting a layer between the, yourself and the viewers. That's fine. Yeah. The people that get it, like even Peep Show, which is brilliant, it's some people that go, it's too weird. I can't, I don't like the way it's filmed. It's too, mm -hmm. oh, what's this? So they won't watch. And suddenly when you have something that's, well, it's filmed pretty conventionally in my show. It's very fast, mm -hmm. but it's pretty conventional. There's no layers. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's suddenly you realize, oh, quite a lot, a lot of people watch this show. Yeah. It's odd because I'm used to like the, You're not, the weirdos That's a new like thing it. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the, the, so the seven weirdos that like it. Will you do something as... Will you, could you, what direction would you like to go after this? Even more, um, like, would you... Have you got the hunger for those ratings now? And you're, oh, oh pe ratings, I like ratings. I ratings. Uh, or yeah. do you like making stuff that loads of people watch and you want to go to BBC One? Or do you want? Uh, do you now want to kick against that and make really something know, ultra like, fucking weird? No, I mean, I do my little... Uh, I get all my weirdness out when I'm doing my stupid telephone calls yeah, well, and silly phone calls and things and blah 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 and my little side projects like that I don't really know actually I'm sort of thinking I've got a sort of idea but I can't work out which way it's going to go But do you want to workshop it on my podcast yeah can we can we do it now <laughs> So, it's about the IRA. <laughs> I like it. I like it. A nostalgia sitcom. Yeah. Um, BBC you, One. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you just mentioned your uh, alter ego, Robin Cooper. Uh, you do these strange phone calls. Mm. Um, what Do you just Why? do them when it occurs to you? Yes. Because you actually, well, c can I say got in trouble the, with the Gordon Brown one or there was a bit of a... Yeah, that was funny. How did... What happened there? <laughs> well, so tell, I, tell people what the Robin... Okay, so some people might not know about no, this. Seven people yeah. know about it. It must... <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did... Uh, years ago, I did these books called The Time Waster Letters that were mm -hmm. like... I used to write mad letters to weird organisations like the British Lizard Society or right. something and I'd write crazy letters and they'd write back and I'd write back. You should do a book of CVs, by the way. Oh, yeah, I should yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Just... And just, it was just general CVs, and it was always Robin Cooper. Robin Cooper, yeah, that's right. And um, then I sort of, I'd always made kind of childish telephone calls, always. Yeah, not to be rude to people or show them up. Just I like the idea that you're having this crazy conversation that's not mm -hmm. trying to show anyone up or anything. And I would just do these when I'm bored. And I did one once to it's at the time of Gordon Brown that he'd been. They said he was apparently bullying people. Remember right? That time yeah, yeah, he yeah. Been bullying. And there was a phone-in about it. And I thought, oh, this will be good. And when you phone in, say, LBC, like, which is the, you know, the big yeah. phone-in, which I'm now banned from, so my phone <laughs> disconnects if I phone them. It just, really? Uh, my house phone does. And my wife's phone that I've been using to phone them, oh. that can't get through. So three phones, banned. Anyway. And this happened after you met your wife? This happened after I was banned. So, so it went on the for a while. forces at work know. have mm -hmm. found out that you've met someone and banned her phone as well. <laughs> well, there is... Where is Edward Snowden when you need him? Exactly. Where is yeah. he? Okay, so. So, I can't remember now. Yeah, got, got your attention. Uh, South Park. <laughs> I can. So I, uh, so I was phoning. I phoned them up. I thought, what happens is you phone and you get through to the operator and they ask, hello, what's your name? What do you want to call about? And it has to be something pretty amazing to get on. Mm -hmm. So I said, and I, I do the voice, but I do it a bit less mad. So mm -hmm. the voice, he's kind of, so I say to him, oh, um, Gordon Brown came to my... Uh, Gordon Brown bully I saw bullying first hand when Gordon Brown came to our offices what do you mean he, he lost his, his temper blah, blah. okay h hold on the line you know, mm -hmm. and then within two minutes and I never really planned anything but I did notice there was a um, tangerine a satsuma or an orange or something in the fruit bowl <laughs> and so I phoned I it and I said it's so just in the moment yeah and I said what happened he said he came to my uh there's always a lamination factory where I work. I think Robin Cooper works yeah. with. Works within lamination and delamination. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like the idea of unlaminating yeah, things. Yeah. Anyway, and he lost. It's got to happen, isn't it? It's got to happen sometimes. Sometimes. Accidental lamination yeah. of like your birth certificate <laughs> that you can't have to get yeah. it. Anyway, so I said that he came to the uh, the factory and received a phone call, and it looked like bad news. And I heard him going, "Oh no, oh no!" And he threw a I can't remember what it was. It was um, what's it called? Tangerine. That's it. Tangerine. He had a tangerine, and he threw the tangerine, and and uh, it blocked the uh, one of the lamination and shut down the whole factory. And he called the woman that gave him the tangerine a citric idiot. I was really proud of that. <laughs> anyway, did that. Oh my God! Really? Yes, yes, yes. Blah, who was blah, the DJ? I can't remember who it okay. was. Uh, blah 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 it's online blah 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 okay goodbye funny I laugh ha 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 that's funny that's the right go to my record I like um, edit it or just get out the boring bit at the beginning and at the end yeah put it online go done. straight for the citric idiot just to citric idiot <laughs> yeah done funny and um the like, next, done. done funny <laughs> that's what you said to yourself done. funny <laughs> I'm so funny anyway didn't think anything else and then like a few weeks later I was on Twitter at night and it just said something like uh, hey have you seen the Daily Telegraph have you seen the Financial Times so there's like in lots of news of the sun they were reporting that I think you mean news of the world but yeah no there was there the was, news of the sun did I say the news, news of the in sun, the, sun. <laughs> oh, the news of the sun uh, sun S-O-N yeah. the news yeah, yeah, of the yeah. sun it's a religious oh paper, okay yeah, yeah, son yeah, of I like God. It, yeah and uh, it was in like loads and loads of newspapers um, that apparently he had thrown a satsuma um, a tangerine they got it wrong oh. yeah and do you remember the weird Hong Kong uh, agency that often does uh, news stories as an animation have you ever seen them online they animate big yeah, stories yeah. they did an animation in Chinese of oh, I think is, and it's online of a man throwing a thing and, and a lamination machine breaking it's fantastic this is the gift that keeps on giving it's amazing you wrote a, oh my god that's amazing so it became known as tangerine gate and do you feel in some small way you are the reason the tories got into power well that was the aim of course <laughs> you and me eh? yeah oh god it's hard being a tory oh, in this business isn't it, though, isn't it? It's wonderful <laughs> Um, I uh, yeah, that's a great. I love that. Mm, that was and really do you, fun. Do you do, do you, have you got any more planned? Any no, more, I don't. Like, I Robin don't, Cooper I don't, books don't or? No, I can't really write the letters anymore now because when I started, people didn't need, like use the internet loads. Now uh, they can just go, "Who's this nutcase?" And also, people don't write letters, which is annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. It's really Emails? annoying. It's not as good, is it? It's not as good. Mm. Yeah, doesn't look as nice doesn't to print. Look as nice. No. Yeah. Um, do you love performing? Because you do do a little bit. I do a bit. Um, sometimes. Are you frustrated yeah. or no, are you I find satisfied? it a bit boring doing it. Yeah. I quite like I like doing, uh, I did um, Charlie Hickson's show, what was it called? Um, Bell- Down the Line. did that on the radio. Yeah, I love doing that because that's, that's phone calls. And I did Bellamy's People that he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did a character called Baal. Who spoke right. like that? Yes, yes. And that was fun. But it was completely 100% improvised. So wow. that was quite scary. But that was fun doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about like acting, acting. Do you like it? You, well, you're a proper actor. You're like a well, very good proper. actor. I do oh, you comedy. Are. Uh, do you know what I've sort of come to realise uh, more lately uh, is that I love performing. I love doing stand-up and I love doing... Like showing off, basically. Showing off, yeah, yeah. Showing off. But when it's acting on screen, I mean, there is there are times but when you, it's pleasurable, but that whole like having to hit your marks and right. cheat yourself to the right and do it, you know, like in increments and go off for two hours and wait and come back and switch it on in a mm. second, that to me is... Le- that's There's so much craft and technical elements to it. It sort of takes away the sort of immediateness. I kind of like doing this, just... Talking yeah, shit, but you're really. a really good performer. I've seen you lots. Oh, thank you are. You. You're, fu- you're funny, you. and your show was great, and you directed oh. it as well, didn't you? I did. Yeah, very good. Wow, this has really become about me you now. Know. Let's uh, let's move on. So uh, look around you. A show I fucking adored, and thank lots you. of people went out. Especially, it was a real comedian's favourite, mm. wasn't it? That show. Would you do more? Would you and Peter work again? Together. We would work again. I mean, we wouldn't do more because no one would let us do more. <laughs> yeah, so that was a long time ago. You'd have ago. to self-fund it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the first series the most, the sort mm-hmm. of weird science ones. They were my favourite. I would sort of happily make them till I die because they were the most fun I've ever had doing mm-hmm. anything. But yeah, we, we sort of made it originally. Um, if people haven't seen it, the first series were like eight, ten-minute fake uh scientific programs schools programs yeah. really from the like late 70s yeah, early yeah. 80s type thing on subjects like iron or sulfur or ghosts 
Thanks, Ants. Thanks, Ants. That one, Thanks. I think that started a bit of a trend of people merging words together like that. I remember that, that, writing that one with Peter, and we literally fell on the floor laughing. (laughs) Literally, you know, people go, we fell on, we did actually fall on the floor laughing. Yeah. That was fun. He was a bit drunk. He was a bit drunk. We were rolfing. Roffling? Roffling. Rolling on the floor laughing. You were literally. Roffling. Wow. Oh, yeah. And so, but that started as like just a short film. Because mm. um, I become friends with people on the, this terrible show I did called You Are Here. We bonded over a thing called Pot Club that we would do at night, and, uh, and we. Be- I won't ask you more about and that. We became best buddies, and we used to hang out, and we realised we liked kind of old, creepy things, and we like remember men. <laughs> Like yeah, old. uncles and uh, Uncle Funka. Yeah, there you go. It's all looped in. So his uncle would come round. Yeah. My <laughs> uncle would come round. Wow. I mean, I really want to run with this concept, like the idea of it being the other way round. That it was the child luring the men in, but that's probably too dark. Let's uh, not go down okay, that road. Let's not. Yeah, it's yeah. good though. Oh, yeah. I could happily do that. Yeah. And we would. Um, that's the sort of comedy that used to get made on Channel yeah, Four. Yeah, God, bloody you know? hell. Where's Chris bloody, Morris when you need him? Bloody internet. Yeah. Um, anyway, so whatever we used to watch old stuff, and mm-hmm. we remember. We said, "Do you remember those old programs that weren't the Open University?" But the ones with like this weird blue background that you get shown yeah, occasionally yeah. at school, and they were never see any occasionally if you're ill they'd be on TV at home and what were they and and I was working at Granada at the time uh, and they were made by Granada I found out so I would raid their library and just tape them oh amazing and we would just watch you know 12 hours that was like because I always wondered how you got it so accurate well, it's because you actually had most of it was from memory like, yeah. remember, and then was I think it was after we made this short film then we started really watching it but we Let's do let's let's do one of these, and then we decide let's do one about calcium, mm. and make a short film. And then I know short films generally like people don't really like them or want to watch them. But if you said to people it's the world's first comedy about calcium, they might go, huh, what? And then want to see it. <laughs> so we then just made it within six weeks, five weeks of starting to write it. We just went out and made it. We filmed it illegally everywhere, and for no money and. Then we had a big like showing with lots of comedy people we like really admired and stuff, and then it wasn't for a TV show; it was just for fun, yeah. you know, just like a hobby. And then what was funny though, we were trying to sort of like people then said, "Why don't you try and get a TV show?" So it, it was on VHS then, and we had lots of copies. And I think I just started working at Channel Four. <laughs> people would come in and pitch shows to me, and then I would sort of say, "Oh, have you seen my film?" <laughs> and give them a VHS, but. Genuinely the worst commissioning editor yeah, 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 ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's a good idea, but uh, can we talk about me for a minute? This email, so you'd have to hand out a video. Yeah. My aim was, let's spread this word of this thing so yeah, people yeah. start talking about it. But obviously, uh, you're not meant to come in and pitch things <laughs> and then go away with a video from the commissioning editor. But I would have, like, I remember under my TV, there would be like a pile of like 40... VHSs and I'd have them face down with the label down and I'd go oh I think I've got one here and I would put my hand into the VHSs hoping I wouldn't knock them all on the floor so mm. there would be 40 VHSs <laughs> I think it's this one <laughs> anyway that sort of led to Talkback um, production company being interested who were the giants of the day yeah they were nice and then we made the show yeah mm. Ah. Well, I'd love to see something that you and Peter. I saw, obviously, we were both at a wedding recently, and he... Um, obviously, everyone knows obviously, that. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have been tweeting it uh, twice daily, so hopefully the everyone wedding. knows. Yeah. Um, and he did a little kind of surprise appearance in character. And, um, as Brian Butterfield. As Brian Butterfield. Very funny. It was very funny. Yeah, and he, it said, did, he said one bit... Um, to the bride, he said, "I know you grew up. Your when, when you're growing up, your favourite band will take that. So now, as a surprise, I give you take that. What's it? What's his joke? He said, uh, here's take that, and then here's a pause. He said, apology, and then take that as an apology because take <laughs> that can't come. It's not as funny as he did. Yeah. But, re, yeah. re, but maybe yeah. like rather than edit that bit out, just play it a few times. So yeah. it makes me look worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay." All right, I might just only play that for, for this podcast for an hour. Um, well, I'd like to see you too, so please try and like fit something in your schedules and write something together because it's so so funny. Okay, I well. will do that for and you. And will there be more Friday night dinner? You're on like serious. I don't one? know. We just did four. Four. Yeah, I don't know. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Next time, I'm going to make it really weird for you. 
Well, no, I still no, I love I, the gonna, show. No, no, I like mainstream like, stuff, I, but it's I just... I think I'm going to make the banister partially made of snakes. Yeah. What do you think? No. No, not with You've enough. jumped the snakes too there. Much. Yeah. Mm. No, I like it for what it... For, you know, that sounds wrong. I like the show. I'm just you saying... You like snake? I just didn't expect that show I know, from I you. Did That's totally all I'm saying. I didn't expect You're making it. me now... The like, thing is, I didn't expect yeah. it from me either. And it actually isn't that... It's not mainstream. It's just more, a bit more but conventional. But it's sort of become quite mainstream. Yeah. Like, people watch it. It's a family it. sitcom. It's a family yeah. sitcom. There you go. And there's nothing um, more pleasurable. I was going to talk about ALF, but you didn't ask me. No, well, we're going to talk about your guilty pleasure now. Um, you came to me with three options. Now, uh, ALF was a late one, mm. which didn't tickle me as much. Okay. Sorry. No, no, the good, there is a good one in there, then. Um, you, you did at one point mention Coming to, to America well, as a I, film I've, which I thought was a surprising choice because I think people think of that well, as a good sure film I was never sure that's good because yeah. I've watched it maybe ten times good I'm glad people think that's yeah, brilliant definitely. Good, good. I that's think it, they put it in the four Eddie Murphy films that were brilliant in the 80s fine we can ignore so that so you were just like I like this but do I other people I wasn't sure if other people yeah, like that one I think they do now this is the thing <laughs> I loved <laughs> that you mentioned this and I haven't seen it myself oh, normally I'll watch something it's but lovely. Um, <laughs> and lovely is the right word I think you picked as your guilty pleasure <laughs> from TV which we don't get as often as films Rosemary and Time the yep. female cop ITV Felicity Kendall Pam Ferris I think it's on ITV4 now. It might yeah. be ITV3. Okay. Yeah. Why did you pick this? Well, it's, yeah. So my wife's mum mm -hmm. apparently liked Rosemary and Time. And my wife uh, occasionally would sit there and watch it with her mum and never liked it. But gradually got used to watching it and said, it's quite mild. <laughs> and it was on. And she said, oh, like, what is this? She said, oh, Rosemary. Oh, God, that's awful. She said, well, actually, it is. But I'm sort of vaguely fond of it because my mum would watch it. It's very mild. <laughs> so we watched it together. And you love nothing more than mild, mild TV. I try and make mild shows yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we sat there watching it, laughing at it, and then sort of watched another one to sort of laugh at it. And then gradually the mildness takes over and you just watch it and kind of go, hmm. I mean, it's, it's an incredibly boring program and very obvious, what's sort of obvious what's going to happen. It's about two detectives. Well... Two, one of them is a former police officer and the other one's a uh, gardener. They're a gardening team now, yeah, yeah. Rosemary and Time. And they just happen and to have those And they happen to stumble surnames. across a murder every time right. they, they go into a sort of landscape gardening job. Mm -hmm. I think every series they go away like twice. Like, Who knew Italy. so much murder happened in the gardening world? Every week. Yeah. And uh, it's really bland. Mm -hmm. And But... When it's on now, we like series link it now, and we'll generally watch it and go, "Oh, that was that was pretty good that one there." But sort of knowing it's terrible, but now coming to sort of like it. What actual pleasure do you get from it? What is the feeling you have when you watch it? Just feeling mild. Yeah, it's just sort of gentle. Yeah, boring. And <laughs> you and like quite, feeling bored? Quite no, not really. It's a different kind of bored. It's like a mild boredom. It's mm. like a warmth, like a nice feeling, nice warm and comfy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I think those shows are specifically designed to create those feelings, aren't they? Warm it must be comfy. a special feeling, word for that, yeah. TV. I mean, it's awful. It is all. I mean, we, the other day, here's one. It was on the other day. We were <laughs> flicking. We didn't know what to watch. Go, oh, where's my time watching? And then we go, oh, we've seen this one. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, you're looping yourself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it is awful. Lapping. It is awful. But wow. it's sort of quite nice. Yeah. yeah and I don't really like mild shows but that's that's that would be my mild show you could do a thing on mild shows that people enjoy yeah uh, the hundred greatest mild oh, shows london and tonight <laughs> Well, uh, that's uh, that surprised me, and uh, I love that that you picked that. Um, we're going to finish now with your last of your two songs, so that'll be the second one. <laughs> can the second be the last? It can still, can't it? Technically, the second, yeah, unless yeah. there's three things. Yeah, <laughs> you and I are really good with math, and oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually not bad with math, to be honest. But we couldn't work out no what percentages. No, yeah. but like multiplication, I'm pretty fast. We had the so uh, for the listeners, we were just. Uh, we were trying to just decide whether we both are sports fans or not, and we're not. We mm. both said that we don't really like football. What was it you said? You said you don't. I do you like find it, but it too, it's too long. Too so long. Rather than being ninety-minute game, if it was nine minutes, yeah. two four and a half minute halves. That would be more. <laughs> be more and I like the idea that yeah. <laughs> forty thousand people come to a stadium to watch a nine-minute football match. 
with a half an hour break in between the two no, four funny. point. I hadn't thought that. <laughs> yeah. Half an hour. Um, but although we- it should be the amount of time taking up to ninety minutes, so four and a half minutes. Start, <laughs> yeah. Eighty-one minutes. See maths. Eighty-one minute middle. Yeah. Four and a half minute at the end. Oh, ninety wow. minutes. So you Imagine can just do that. eighty-one we minutes can- of people just singing. Yeah. We can work out what the percentage is. What is nine minutes out out of... It's, it's ten, isn't it? Is it? Of 90. Nine out of 90 is 10%. Okay. But we couldn't but think it's of... But it's less of 90% then. Huh? It's 90% shorter than a... Oh, my God. See, this is where we've gone wrong. Yeah, so it's 90% anyway, shorter. Anyway, um, that amused me. So um, we're going to play your song. Now, this uh, is... Uh, this could be any song, but you picked the film uh, uh, Chris, Christiane F. Is that well, how no, you, you asked it? me music from yeah. a film, and I couldn't think of... Anything. But then I remember I used to listen a lot on this tape to the music to Christiana F, which was this unbelievably bleak film from like 1981 mm-hmm. about uh, Berlin uh, drug use that okay. we used to watch a lot because it had Bowie music to it. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm not the world's number one fan, but, but maybe I mean, four because or five? Four or five. Yeah. And uh, and I cried a lot when he died. I did wonder why you were dressed as Ziggy Stardust <laughs> for this podcast. It seemed a bit weird. But well, I was going to come as a lad insane, but I thought okay. Ziggy would be more. Well, yeah, I think the white duke is probably the, the thin white duke. The thin yeah. white duke is like the most conventional way you can do things without people. Yeah, I, d- I thought that would yeah. be a bit bland. Okay, what about his eighties? Um, you know, Nile Rodgers era. No, that where, wasn't my favourite. But he was all tanned with white yeah, teeth and really, yeah, really looked bizarre. ridiculously healthy. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you picked this film. I watched some of the film. Oh, on I can't YouTube, remember the film. I remember the film was. Uh, it looks beautiful, weirdly. It was like, really you know. grim and lovely, sort of Cold War Berlin stuff, yeah. which I like. I love all yeah, that I stuff. Yeah, I love all that stuff too. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? And um, did you, by the way, did you watch, uh, what was it called, Deutschland 83, 83? I watched the first one and then I. Couldn't get into it? No, was oh, it brilliant? amazing. Was it? I thought it was okay. amazing. Genuinely one of the right. best things I've seen. Should have, I thought this is going to be my thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm, give one more episode a yeah, try. Yeah, I will. Anyway, it's that whole era and vibe and thing. But um, and I was ting. watching this, and there was all these like rockers fighting and punks over there, and I was like, God, we don't get those like groups anymore, do we? Oh, I remember those... seeing one as a kid on Brighton as a young kid, and there were rockers and punks yeah. or something fighting on the beach in front of. We were in a cafe with my parents, and there was just you know deck chairs smashed over yeah. the head. Don't have that, that anymore. No. Such a shame. <laughs> it's a shame that people don't hate each other based on their haircut anymore. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, so we picked... Uh, what p- song did we pick? Uh, Boys Keep Swinging. Um, this is from the film. Yeah, and did you know he Bowie got the band to swap instruments oh, when cool. he played the song? So you hear like... On the, the dr- live performance or in the recording? In the recording, yeah. on the actual track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the drumming is kind of a bit... A bit ah, yeah. The bass is a bit... Ah, so, and it just feels sort of... Lumpy in a good way. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Do you, so that must mean then, if you are really this much of a Bowie fan, Bowie. Do you say Bowie or Bowie? I say Bowie. Bowie. You're this much of a Bowie fan that you must be. Are you out of mourning or do you still? I'm, no, so? I'm fine now. But yeah. I, I cried. I cried for a long time and for many days on and off. I was just break Did down you? in tears. Yeah, oh. I was in tears. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't it amazing when someone who he's my favourite artist make, in anything yeah. of all time, and oh. I just loved his, what he represented. So he was amazing. Yeah, as also as just his whole kind of outlook and ethos mm. and everything. It was brilliant. Well, uh, can I just say, uh, Bobby Popper? Note, Bobby Popper? Can I call yeah, you that? You can call me Bobby Popper. Uh, this has been an absolute pleasure. Even giggle. though you got a little bit tricky in the middle. Did I? Yeah, you were a bit well, like, I, I don't want to play this game. Oh, really? I think I was just hot. <laughs> you were hot. It I is think hot I was now. just being annoying. Yeah, no, no. You were doing what you do to your brother, by the yeah. sounds of things. Mm. You did put hair in my water. Mm. Um, uh, but no, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Um, and I can't wait to see more of your work. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. This is David Bowie. <laughs> 